Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning. Happy Friday. It is the 6th of November, and uh, this is one week from when we're recording this podcast. We recorded this podcast last week on Friday, and we were talking about not prognosticating, David, about you know election results or anything like that, but what I do know is that today, on the 6th, I'm sure that um, a lot has changed since last Friday. <laughs> that uh, the world has changed a little bit and um, there's all kinds of things happening politically and otherwise. um, And yet the word of God remains the same and has something for us today. And so let's, I mean, we, we maybe have had other moments this week and today even where we've focused on all the things happening in this world um, in terms of politics, et cetera. Um, This is a great chance just to pause all that to listen to God's word and to see how it would speak into our current context. Um, There is a much bigger kingdom at stake. There's a much bigger kingdom going on and advancing into the world. And we are citizens of that kingdom. And I'm really looking forward to talking about this passage because it has a lot to say about our attitude and our, um, our perspective, um, whether we get distracted by all the things going on around us in the world or whether we're able to focus our eyes on um, a kingdom that's greater than this. So with that, I will read Matthew 25 verses one through 13. And then David, I'd love to hear any thoughts that you have about it. Yeah. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like this. 10 bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight, there was a shout, look, here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those bridesmaids got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the wise, give us some of your oil for our lamps are running out. But the wise replied, no, there'll not be enough for you and us. You had better go to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. And while they went to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went with him to the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later, the other bridesmaids came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I don't know you. Keep awake, therefore, for you don't know neither the day nor the hour. What do you think, David? Well, you know, it's funny. I... uh... I've read this so many times and, you know, as a kid heard it and stuff. And I always, I used to think it was just kind of a bit silly, you know, but kind of like a, one of those silly stories, like, you know, be prepared. And, and then back then I got all confused when it was the parable of the 10 virgins and I was young and it's like, what did that all mean? That created a whole nother conversation in my head, but you know, now with the Bible, you know, um, changing a little bit, some of the words, you know, with newer editions, I, it's, it's not so silly for me anymore, especially when I tied it together with what we've been talking about this week, 
which is for me, you know, the preparing. But what I got again from this is, you know, death does come. The Lord is coming. And, you know, preparing is, is, is important. But in this thing, I got to just tell you this personally. I thought, man, how come at the end, how come none of those other um, bridesmaids, why didn't they share? Why didn't they try to bring in, you know, allow that other person to win too? Or to have a chance, you know, yeah. it's kind of like, well, oh, sorry, you made your, your decision. And, um, and so that's the kind of silly part of it, you know, the human part of it. But what really strikes me most in that was when it does come, when your time does come, whether it's Jesus coming or you dying, you know, um, it's going to be a common time when it's too late mm-hmm. that you don't have time anymore. Mm-hmm. it's it's over yeah and to really know and believe the experience of i don't know you is right. pretty heavy yeah yeah it's like um this parable so jesus is telling this parable and this parable is um for people who are living their lives right this is not this is like a story like an analogy he's making he's not telling an actual story of you know someone actually getting to the you know getting to heaven's gates and knocking the door he's he's trying to communicate to them um don't live your life in such a way that you're you're gonna you're hoping that somebody else is gonna have enough oil for you at the end you know what i mean yeah like yeah he's not he's not telling them how to act towards other people whose lamps are running out. Like that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is to say, don't live your life in such a way that you're, that you hope somebody else will have it for you at the end, that someone else will have the answer for you, that someone else will have lived your life for you enough to be able to share some of theirs with you. Like, no, he's saying, be somebody who brings your own oil, you know, be, be somebody who's prepared, be somebody who is ready um, be someone who's watchful and has, you know, thought ahead about these things rather than hoping somebody else is going to have something for you that you should have had all along. You know, don't, don't leave it up to that because they might say no. And they probably will say no. At the end of time, you want to make sure that, that you have um, lived with integrity, that you have lived um, with awareness, that you've lived... Um, with your eyes set on eternity and the most important things and you can't no one else can do that for you you know i tell you what brendan that 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 really resonates and what the word of distinction that stands out for me is being responsible you know like okay there's this kind of thing like hey god's got all this and he forgives me so you know all's well right and it's it's not that cut and dried you know you know, like you said, God still has expectations for this gift of life that he gave us to, in that we're responsible. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we're responsible for, for what's happening around us and who we're being. And, you know, we got to own that and be aware of that because, again, you put your hopes and, and, and dreams and your help in other people. There's a likelihood, you know, unfortunately, that you might be rather disappointed and when it comes to the inside job of your soul and your relationship with god and how you're living your little life 
however big or small that is, that, you know, you're responsible. You're doing the right things as a, as a good human being, working, learning, studying, growing, cleaning, supplying, feeding, taking care of, you know, like there's stuff to do. Yeah. That was good to sit back and like, everything's going to be okay. You gotta take responsibility for your life. Yeah. It really comes back to that Amos passage, right? Where they, maybe the people who were just going through the motions were hoping that um, someone else would have enough righteousness and justice for them at the end to be able to pass and share with them. Yeah. Because I did it as good as they did. Right. I, uh you know, I mean, I, we, we kind of, we hung out at the same church. We kind yeah. of did the same thing. Hey. <laughs> yeah. I, I went, I went to church with that guy yeah. or that girl that, that I listened to that pastor and they seemed to have it all together. And I attended those services and I listened to that podcast or, or I, I watched that live stream. And so at the end of time, I'm going to get a dividend of their righteousness, right? Oh Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. And right. Uh, that's the whole show, right? Of us just going through the motions, checking out the boxes, subscribing or quote unquote following, and uh, which is so prevalent in our American mindset of how we do things. We subscribe, we follow, we, you know, we become members or buy um, in. Yeah, buy into we buy into things and we check the box and we go, okay, now I know that when. You know, when the rubber hits the road, when, when the, you know, the whatever hits the fan, that those people are going to share their whatever with me that I need. And um, Amos would say, no, you need to be practicing righteousness and justice in your own life. You can't just hope that someone else's righteousness and justice is going to be enough for you. You know, you can't just say the magic words um, and hope that, hope that somebody else you know, does that for you. you, it doesn't work that way. You've got to be putting this to practice in your own life. And if it's not happening there, then it just, it's irrelevant. You know, it's irrelevant to you. So live your life in such a way that you're prepared for Jesus coming, meaning uh, buy some oil for yourself. Uh, invest in the work, the transformative work that has to go on in your life in order for you to be the kind of person that when the time comes, Jesus you're looking out for Jesus, you're awake and aware, you're ready, and you're able to walk with him into the wedding banquet, into the messianic banquet, the, the feast of all eternity. Um, otherwise, we will miss it. You know, um, someone who's living without righteousness and justice is simply going to miss Jesus' coming. They're going to they're gonna miss it. And um, we don't want to be those people. So, I, that's, I think there's a, you know, as followers of Jesus, we trust and we have faith in Jesus that he is coming to rescue us. You know, that's by grace and by faith. And so there's this weird balance where we go, okay, I am saved by faith and by faith alone, but it also creates a covenant and a responsibility for me to be able to be like, you know what, I am responsible for myself to make sure that I have covenanted this in my heart and in my life. And I'm responsible to the people around me to be able to live all this stuff out. And if, um, if Jesus returns, I want to know that um, my life is in line with the life he called me to. So that when he turns, I'm, I'm prepared. You know, I kind of look at like it at this. We were talking about this 
this with the kids that we try to get them to picture, you know, there's, there's God's highway of, of truth through his word. That's just been forever. And, and here in our life, you know, we can choose to get on that highway and in real life, sometimes we jump on, we jump off, we jump on, we jump off, you know, we tap in, we tap out. And, but what, what I really have taken from this is that that truth, that resonance is there all the time and we can tap into it at any time, just like in this conversation where I realized that since I don't, since I need to prepare, one of the things I certainly would just say and simply put in a simple area of my life is if something were to happen to me tomorrow, what would, what would really have mattered today? Like, would I really be upset about some stupid little thing like politics or anything like that? Or all the, you know, the people I've harmed or all the stuff that I've done or the people that have wronged me. And I mean, all the concerns as a human being that they would kind of just go away. They would be less attached to them. And again, just in a small way, it's like, wow, I can forgive myself by going to God and repenting and I can forgive my wife or I can forgive my kid. And I, and, and you know what, matter of fact, I got to go apologize to some people because I really, you know, I, I got to be honest about how I've been about that person or that mm-hmm. thing, you know, yeah. well, I just look at it as, Hey, God's saying, yeah, there's his will, but we've got to follow his will by showing up and doing stuff. Yeah. And being prepared. Yeah. That's the way that we receive God's um, salvation for us is we let it become our life. So that's a great question to leave us with for the end of the week is if you were, if something were to happen to you tomorrow, if you knew that you were going to die tomorrow, um, what would, how would that change today? You know, what would you be, how would you be investing differently? If you knew the bridegroom was coming back um, at midnight tonight, um, how would that change the way you live today? What would you be investing in differently? What, what kind, how would you be relating to other people and to God differently? What kinds of things would you find important or unimportant because of that? And, and what um, one thing would you do and one thing you wouldn't do? I mean, because right. it's a big thing, but it's also like, wow, if it really was, let's just play that game. Let's just play that tape out. This is my last day you realize just the little opportunities that would be, that would open up that would be miraculous and who knows how that spills over. And then tomorrow, you know, you're lucky enough or blessed enough or graced enough to have another day. Uh (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And none of us really know when that day is actually going to be for real. And it could be tomorrow. Who knows? Who knows? Um, But we can't control that, right? What we can control is how we um, approach the day today. Um, with responsibility to what God has given us with, with the stewardship of what God has given us. So with that, go in peace, everybody. Thank you, David, for joining me for this week of podcast. Loved our conversations. And uh, if Jesus doesn't return, uh, looking forward to being with you guys on Sunday morning. And thank you, Brendan. I really appreciate it. It's been great having a conversation with the community here at VP, man. Good stuff. Thank you. Awesome. Talk to you later, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. 
The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.